Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Overcoming, winning the victory over every temptation and difficulty that comes. You can't win the victory without the Bible. It can't be done, but it can be done with the Word of God. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Hello, friend. Welcome to The Healing Word. I'm Pastor Jack Morris of the Largo Community Church in Mitchellville, Maryland. I have a special message today. It has to do with a lady that just went to heaven. Her name is Edistine Williams, a wonderful Christian lady, truly a saint of God. She's been a member of our church for a number of years, taught Sunday school, prayed with us. Uh, she is going to be missed greatly because of her spiritual influence. Edistine was truly a child of God. She became very ill. And then during that illness, she gave a testimony to me over the phone. It touched my heart so deeply, I wanted the congregation to hear it. So I asked my friend, Mr. Pat Raker, who is the director of the Healing Word Ministries, to bring television cameras to Edistine's home and record her testimony. We did that, and for approximately eight minutes, she told us of the glories of God in her life. She was very ill at the time, but she spoke of joy. She spoke clearly. She gave a great testimony. But the part of the testimony that touched me the most was when she mentioned the new name that God gave to her while she was asleep. Uh, you're going to hear it in just a moment. Uh, the Holy Spirit came to her. Jesus spoke to her and gave her a new name. Now, she didn't know the name. She forgot the name. But when we read the scripture, we're not supposed to know the name here on earth. It's a heavenly name. And as Mr. Pat Raker said, Edistine is now being called by her heavenly name. This is her testimony. Hear it, be blessed, be built up in the faith. May God's spirit indwell you. Hi, Ernestine. I'm happy to see you today and be with you. And I'm thankful that you invited me to come and that you're going to share your testimony with us. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Pastor Morris, I'm happy to do so. I told the Lord that however I can be of service to help the body of Christ, that that's what I wanted to do. And I'm excited about what the Lord is doing for me during this time of, of trial. And I'm happy to share. Well, you inspired me so much the other evening when I talked to you on the phone and you shared your testimony. And I knew that many people needed to hear this testimony to be brought to Christ, be brought to faith in Christ, and those who are in Christ, that their faith would be increased, that they too might receive healing. I was so inspired that I just had to invite myself over here. Oh, and God. you agreed that I should yes. come and that you would give your testimony. But first, you're a born-again Christian filled with the Holy Spirit. 
That is correct. I received Christ at the age of five. My parents sent me to church. They didn't go to church, but they sent me to church. And so there was a woman of God who had a small congregation not far from my home. And I was there one Sunday morning and she was preaching about Jesus and she could sense that he was speaking to me and she asked if I wanted to know him. And I told her that I did. So she led me to Christ and she baptized me right there on the spot, didn't ask my parents for permission. And I went home and I told my parents about the experience and they didn't chastise me or anything like that. You know, a year or so later, my mom started attending church and we attended church together. My mom my brother and myself. My dad wasn't going to church at the time, but I have to say now he is going to church. He is a saved thank believer. God. So uh, I thank God for that. Well, how about that scripture? A child shall lead them. Amen. You were a blessing to your parents and to your family. Yes. Now, when I talked to you last week, I was so inspired by what you told me about the healing, the blessing, how God is working in your life. But I'd like you to talk to us now just a little bit about your illness. First, describe your illness. What, what is it? I, I don't think I've ever heard anything quite like this before. Right. So nine, ten years ago, 2009, I was diagnosed with polysemia, polysemia vera. It's a blood disorder. And so it was a low maintenance in terms of keeping my blood at the level that it needed to be. It caused my spleen to overact because my blood was so thick. So fast forward ten years. Um, it has caused scarring in my bone marrow, and I have premature red blood cells that could formulate into leukemia. So a few years ago, my doctor put me on an oral chemotherapy, and it worked. I'm at a point now where that no longer worked. So I wrote to Hopkins, or my doctor referred me to Hopkins. They reviewed my case, and they said that they would take me on. So when I met with the doctor there, he said, you had polycythemia vera, but now you have another uh, condition. Um, it's a long word, um, myoproliferative neoplasm fibrosis is what it's called. And so um, he said that I'm at the point now where um, the medicines and all aren't going to do me any good. So I need to have a bone marrow transplant. Um, so they did some research, uh, not research, but they told me uh, about the process uh -huh. and that I would need a donor for, um, for this process. So they said now it's not that you have to have a 100% match where you have a sibling, but now you can have a child. So I have three beautiful daughters. So they tested my three daughters and my two oldest daughters are a match for me. Wonderful. And not only are they a match, they match exactly the same. Thank God. Well, how are you doing spiritually and emotionally? The illness is extremely serious, very serious. Yes. It's going to keep you out of church for maybe months. Yes. And you're not allowed to go into the public where there are very many people. You, you must keep your distance. Yes. And wear a mask even when you do go out. Yes. We're going to miss you at church. We have missed you. But in the beginning of this interview, you talked about the joy of the Lord. Yes. With such seriousness in your body, uh, the seriousness of this illness, and yet you are rejoicing in the Lord, you're happy in Jesus, yes. and you're experiencing joy. How are you maintaining this joy? I maintain this joy because, one, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes. So I'm very, very grateful to God that he saved me. And I have his living word to help me. 
That's he right. sent the healing word, and I listen to the healing word on WAVA. I <laughs> look at Largo Community Church's Sunday morning services through streaming. I read the word. I go to bed at night listening to the word. I declare the word over me. As a matter of fact, one night when I was asleep, I was half asleep and half awake, yeah. um, the Lord spoke to me. It was Jesus himself. He called me by a name that I didn't recognize, but he kept saying, by my stripes, you're healed. By my stripes, you're healed. And every time he said it, it escalated more and more and more as if he was saying, don't you know, by my stripes, you're healed. And I woke up praising God because I knew at that moment that Jesus was telling me, don't worry, Edistine, I am with you. I have already taken care of this. So when I received my first chemotherapy, it wasn't pretty. It was a little painful, but I didn't get afraid when my numbers got very, very low. I was at peace because I kept remembering Jesus saying, by my stripes, you're healed. Amen. That's beautiful. When the Lord spoke to you in a night vision and he kept telling you, by my stripes, you're healed. And then he called you by a name that isn't uh, your name now. No. That we know you as Edistine, but he called you a different name. He did. What did that mean to you? It meant a lot to me because I said that was a very special name that God had for me. A very, it was a special name. And I thank God for that because it was a name that he gave to me, not a name that my mom gave to me, but a name that he gave to me from the foundation of the world. That's how he recognized me. And I was so grateful to him to let me know that I was just that special. And you are special and God's people are special to him. He cares for each of us. He cares for you and what you're experiencing now Others are going to be experiencing similar things, different illnesses, whatever. Life can be very cruel. Yes. But God is very good and he walks with us through those cruel, difficult times. He does. Friend, I hope this testimony from Edistine blessed you, gave you a stronger desire to serve the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing this, that you're a citizen of this world, but in Christ you're a citizen of the world to come. Edistine is in heaven a place Jesus has gone ahead to prepare for us. And we're soon going to be there. And we look forward with great anticipation. Now, I have a message I'm going to present. Uh, Stay with me. Uh, This message was preached right after we videoed Edistine's testimony. I want you to hear the message. The message has to do with that new name that God has given to us in glory. You're going to receive a new name. I am also. It is scriptural. It is biblical. You're going to receive it in heaven. Jesus is going to be the very first one to speak your new name. What a day, what a day that's going to be. Here's the word of God. Here's the message, the healing word. Now, God is going to give us a new name. He has that name already chosen for us and for you also, for every one of us. And we're going to begin talking about hearing. God blessed us with five traditional senses. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, smelling. Now with those five senses, we explore our world. We explore the environment 
about us, with those senses, we communicate and react with the world. But God also uses those five senses, particularly two of them, and even particularly one of them. You've heard of Fanny Crosby, who wrote that beautiful, beautiful hymn, Blessed Assurance, and so many other beautiful hymns. Fanny Crosby became blind when she was either six or eight weeks old because of a mistake that the physician made. She became blind. She never remembers seeing. But in her later years, somebody asked her, Fanny, if you could see right now, if God could perform a miracle and your eyes would open and you could see for the first time in all these years, would you like that? She said, no, I wouldn't. She said, because, she said, if my eyes were open and I would see everything that is going on around me, I would become distracted. She says, as it is, all these years, I've learned to focus on Jesus. Only could I see Jesus. And that's how I want it to be. I'm afraid that things might happen differently in my heart if I could see. In Luke 8, 18, Jesus said this, take heed how you listen. Meaning, pay attention to what you're reading when you're reading the Bible, when the minister is preaching or the teacher is teaching or the choir is singing the word. Take heed or be careful how you are listening. Well, as I mentioned, Edistine Williams, who is a member of this church for many years, called me and told me of her physical condition and asked for prayer. She's very ill, but she didn't look ill. She, you, when you see her on the video, you're going to wonder, this woman is sick? She looks so healthy. And at the time, she was. She looked great. She said, but pastor, I just want you to know, now, she's a faithful person. She's at church. She said, I won't be at church maybe for months because of this condition. I have cancer of the marrow of the bone. And uh, it's something that uh, Clarita Hill, you had that. And um, Marcel Majorod, who just was released from Johns Hopkins yesterday, has something very similar. And uh, then... Edistine began to tell me her condition. She said, it may be that I will have to live off of the blood of my two daughters the rest of my life. I don't have blood that's being manufactured through my uh, bones, through my marrow, and I may have to. She said, so, she said, well, once in a while I can go out into the public, but I always have to wear a mask, but I, I can't go out where there's very many people. If I pick up a virus, that might be all there is to be at that time. So I, I have to be very careful now. I'm, I'm very ill. And she said, as I was sleeping the other night, she said, but I don't know that I was asleep. She said, I was half awake. But I, I remember Jesus talking to me. Now, Zechariah, what she was, what Edistine was saying to me, I don't know that she was aware of the scriptures that were behind the things that she was saying. Maybe she was, but I'm not sure. Zechariah, the prophet, said, in the night, I had a vision. He didn't call it a dream. 
He called it a vision. Now, I'm not a mystic. I've never had an experience like this before. And I don't suppose I ever will. And I'm not seeking for such as that. I just want to know the word. Because when I know the word, I know him. And he comes to me through the word as he comes to you. When we are people of the book. People of the word. When you go into the presence of God. And God sees that white stone. That diamond. Is, which is representative of the character of Jesus. Character is that which sets a person apart, distinct. Sometimes character and personality, those two words are interchangeable, but they're really not. There, there is a very distinction. Character is what sets you apart and makes you different from anybody else in all the world. And when you go into the presence of God and God sees the character of Jesus over you, you see, God the Father is going to pay attention to Jesus, is he not? That's his only begotten son. When I go into the presence of God, God doesn't hear prayer because of me, because I have sinned and transgressed. I need help desperately. And so God allows the character of Jesus. He gives me the righteousness of Jesus. He clothes me or cloaks me in the presence of Jesus. I'm surrounded like I am with this garment, the presence of Jesus. And when God sees Jesus, God's going to do anything and everything for Jesus. And when I go in and that name is there, God's going to read that name and he's going to know that name describes the life you've lived, the character of Jesus, how yielded you are to Jesus. Your whole spiritual life story is caught up in that name that is written across that diamond stone, which is the character of Jesus. That is you for eternity. And that is you for today and this morning when you pray. When you go in, you carry Jesus in there. And God is looking for Jesus. And Jesus is not haphazard about anything. He is consistent about anything. So I have to be consistent about my spiritual life. Inconsistency does not work with God. But consistency, God will move heaven and earth for Jesus. And when he sees your name, that name that he's given you, that name that you don't know right now, listen to this. Let me get over here real quickly. Revelations 3, just, just listen to this because I have to close quickly now. Jesus said, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have. You've got to hold on to it because the world will turn it, take it away from you. The world will take your joy. The world will take your faith. The world will take your dedication. Remember when you were just red hot for Jesus? The world knows how to take it away. That's what Danny Crosby said. I don't want to see the world. I just want to see Jesus. Notice let me go back and read it again. Verse 11. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. Friend, the world, temptation, the devil is out there to subdue you, to get you, and to get your kids. The world doesn't, Satan doesn't want your children to hear the word of God. And sometimes our worshiping experiences are eclipsing the word of God. It's the word. 
faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word. Verse 11, I am coming soon, hold on to what you have, so that no one will take your crown. Him who overcomes, I have to overcome. Corinne has to overcome. My son Jack has to overcome. My, my uh, daughter Rebecca has to overcome. My grandchildren have to over, overcome. And notice what he says. Verse 11, him who overcomes, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will he leave it. I will write on, here it is. This is another scripture that we've just read it in Revelation 2. Now I'm reading it to you in Revelation 3. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on him my new name. It's all him, 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 my, my, my. Hear, hear him talking. He who has an ear, let him hear. Said, friend, if you're not reading, if you're not in church, you're not hearing, you're going to become a weak, puny Christian, and your prayers are going to they're going to go up. They're not going anywhere. God's looking for Jesus to come into his presence. We're going behind the veil with the character of Jesus, clothed in the righteousness of Jesus, washed in the blood of Jesus, renewed in Jesus, close to Jesus. Now, the scripture says in heaven there is no temple that is movable. No houses, no temples, no buildings, no church buildings that are movable. You are the temple of God, provided you become the temple of God filled with the Holy Spirit now, with the character of Jesus on you. The scripture says, I will make a pillar, meaning God is going to decorate heaven with you. That's right. You're going to be the glory of God in heaven. And God's going to look at you and say, this is what I have done through my son who died and took their sins. We accomplished salvation for everybody who believed and everybody who lived and believed and who overcame and who is now clothed with Jesus. God's not going to put up an inferior temple, pillar, but one that looks like Jesus. And you're going to be the one. So, friend, start looking like Jesus today. And the only way you can is through the word. Now, remember this. God has a new name for you. And you're going to understand that name. And you're going to say, my name isn't as high and as exalted as maybe somebody else's. Because somebody else is a little more serious about their walk with God during our lifetime. Friend, God wants you to come before him. He wants you to come before the throne of grace with your sicknesses, your illnesses, your discouragement, your struggles, your money problems, your marital problems, your parent-child problems. He wants you to come. But when you come, he wants to see Jesus with your name on Jesus. And he will move heaven and earth. You will be an overcomer. I hope and pray that what I said today has helped you to believe and will help you to more often go before the throne of grace, but more than that, help you to be more consistent in the book that we held up there at the beginning of the service and said, this is the word of God. We hope today's healing word has been a blessing and has encouraged your faith in God to grow. If it has, we invite you to email Pastor Morris directly at largocc1 at aol.com and share your blessing. 
or send a prayer request and Pastor Morris will pray for you. When you email, be sure to mention the date of today's program and we will send you a link that you can use to download an audio copy of the message free of charge. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service to experience a wonderful fellowship of believers and faith-building messages based on God's Word that are sure to encourage your spiritual formation in Christ. But just don't take my word for it. Listen to what others are saying about the church. I came to the Church of Friendship and Joy about 12 years ago. The ministries here are wonderful. Our small groups are wonderful. It's a home away from home. So I am so thankful and grateful to have found Largo Community Church. Uh, having attended many churches around the country and even worldwide on a military basis, I'm really surprised to see how much I've been drawn to Largo Community Church. I'm Linda, retired commander of the United States Navy. We invite you to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church at either the 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock service. For more information, visit our website at largocc.org. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.